Kingdom of Dreams, Chapter 8. Meet the New Neighborhood. Narrated by Kevin Coffey. With the violent storm, the spine-tingling night terror creation called the Lurking gone, Jimmy gazed up again in awe at the sight of this new realm reflecting in his eyes. Instead of clouds, the sky slithered and slid back and forth, dumping violent eruptions of salty white frothing waves, but thankfully, nothing close to like before. Lem returned from a bathroom break, carefully maneuvering through the actual deadly blades of giant grass until she emerged beside Jimmy. Jimmy realized they both forgot to go, of course, prior to entering a dangerous realm riddled with countless horrifying ways to die. Lem parked herself beside Jimmy much too close to her brother's liking and mimicked him, staring up to the sky. What you looking at? That's an ocean. Correction, Scotian. Something I made up. An ocean that makes up the sky, he said, recalling a painting he once made in art class. Scotian? Lem repeated. Your warped brain messes things up here, too? Jimmy ignored her and instead contemplated his impossible creation. His inspiration came after he'd flown for the first time in an airplane. At a certain level, the clouds out the window resembled a massive choppy ocean. Thunderous whitecaps broke and rolled across the colorless sky. Pesky storm infuriated the waves to the point they lashed out at the earth, but now their behavior was more or less miffed. Staying up in the sky as an armada ticked off whitecaps, throwing occasional tantrums, spewing sea foam. Jimmy and Lem might have been mistaken for battle-scarred porcupines, with spiked bits of the armored grass impaled in their clothes, fortunately not too deep in their skin for the most part. Beyond some scrapes, irritating shards and minor cuts, they were fine. Very grateful, too, as the landscape around them was flattened and demolished, like he'd gotten a buzz cut from a two-year-old. Where have you taken us? Lem asked Jimmy, raising an accusatory eyebrow. Jimmy caught her staring at his galaxy bed, still occupying the place their house should be across the street. Would she just leave him and go home? She will, and sooner than later, Jimmy thought. Let's not forget about finding Francis and Charlie, Jimmy reminded her. Right, Lim said unconvincingly. But once we find them, we're out of here. She eyed the sky with doubt. You can forget my help trying to deal with whatever that was. They exited the deadly maze of bladed grass and began exploring their once-so-familiar street. They were drawn over to Jimmy's glowing bed. Lim crouched by Jimmy's amazing mattress, still active with a pulsing and twinkling galaxy. The bed was the only apparent light source for miles, radiating in the pale light like a bonfire. It was as if the magic hour were eternal here. Look, paw prints! Lim pointed out a set of light prints under the bed beside larger, deeper ones. The prince then streaked off as a smeared trail into the glazed-over mud. Looks like something might have spooked them and they tore off that way, she said and pointed down the road. The smear trailed off around the block. Lem took off, flapping down the once-so-familiar road in her ridiculous token flip-flops. Lem took off, flapping down their once-so-familiar road in her ridiculous token flip-flops. Wait, Lem, Jimmy called, trudging and splashing after his sister. With nothing around, Jimmy easily tailed Lim across the barren landscape until they both stopped in their tracks, staring dumbfounded at an immense, sprawling forest that Jimmy swore hadn't been there just a few seconds before. Francis! Charlie! Lim called out in desperation, much too loud in Jimmy's opinion, searching everywhere for their pets. These woods, too, had some oddities about them as far as Jimmy was concerned. 
All the tree trunks appeared as if a giant had come along and tied the entire forest in a bundle knot. Probably what happened. Upon encountering the odd woods, were all his sketches and fantasies reality here, magically brought to life? Jimmy shuddered at the thought of some of the bizarre and outright evil things and environments that might be waiting for them. The army of tangled trees sprawled toward the horizon like an endless giant thicket. There was no obvious point of entry, so they just hoofed it along the edge of the forest. Why would the trees be shut? Lim said. Who knows? Maybe they're sewn together. Hey, let's just ask them. Trees, why are you closed up? Jimmy interrogated the woods. They didn't bother answering. Lim didn't miss the opportunity to make fun of them. Nice. Talking trees, really? That's your brilliant plan to interrogate plants? She swatted at her still sopping bangs that drooped right back in front of her eyes and frowned. Ah, oh, I should have shaved it all off. Jimmy may have made up some spectacular creatures, but he figured his sister would always be the most out-there creature to him. Case in point, Lim stopped to shove him for no good reason. I don't know why there's a freaking ocean in the sky or tied together forests or spears for grass, so stop whining like a little girl and keep your little legs moving. I'm not whining, Lim, you are. I'm scared, so are you. Look, it'll be dark soon. I just want to find our pets like you do and get warm and dry. Despite trying to be tough, Jimmy's bottom lip quivered. You know I don't like the dark. What are we supposed to do here anyway? I'm not sure exactly, but this place kind of freaks me out, Jimmy said in a low voice. Kind of? Lim said. I thought this fantasy crap only happened to snot-nosed whiny British brats. Lim screwed up her face and scowled at their messed-up setting with disgust. After a while of silent walking, Lim dropped her shoulders like she had decided something inside. All right, all right, I'll bite. So how did you do it? How did I do what? The spell you used to get rid of the bullies that led us here. Where did you learn it? Did you find a magic wand or something? Lim stared at Jimmy with genuine curiosity. What? No, it, it's not really a spell. Definitely no wand, Jimmy said, laughing. Then he decided against laughing, like the world here or something in it might take offense and quieted, carefully dodging her question. She couldn't hold her attention for that long anyway. She'd move on. But Lem put a hand on his chest and stopped him from walking. Hey, I asked you a question. Jimmy got a kick out of his sister's amusement and held his hands up like he was surrendering to her. It's nothing really. I'm not even sure it's really me doing it, but... But what? Jimmy nodded, giving in a bit. He found he wanted to tell her, someone, anyone, all about it. It's a curse, I think. A curse? Well, yeah. Lem stared holes through him. She didn't appear to be irritated or afraid, just at the height of curiosity. That would be cool if it's true. Lim actually smiled with possible admiration in her tone. Jimmy laughed too. Well, yeah, it's, it is pretty cool, especially after all the... No, 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 no. You don't get to go blabbing on, diving down your rabbit hole. Just cut to the chase. Tell me how it works, this curse. Lim said, crossing her arms and raising an eyebrow again. It's a word. A word? Yeah. Jimmy gave her an awkward smile. Where did you learn it? It 
just came to me in a daze while Bucky was holding me before. Well, you know, Jimmy expected Lim would squash this as ridiculous, and that would be the end of it. But instead, she leaned in and grabbed his shoulders, regarding him like he was the most interesting person in the world. And Jimmy kind of dug that feeling. Jimmy, I'm dying. What's the word? Lim said. Jimmy broke eye contact with his sister and stared at the ground. Lim frowned. Jimmy, I can't say it to you, Jimmy said. Of course you can, Lim said. Her foot began to tap. Jimmy spotted her tell, the build-up before the all-out temper tantrum. Lim? Lim pushed him down. Jimmy got up and dusted himself off. Don't do that. Don't do what? Lim smirked. She pushed him down again, this time with a little extra spice in her shove. Jimmy's blood boiled a bit. Maybe, just maybe, he should flip the word. No. He wouldn't do that. Not to family. Jimmy took a deep breath and stood, studied his sister in earnest, feeling love for her despite her being a pain in the rear. Lem, I'll curse you if I say it. Lem pointed to herself. Me? Why? I, I don't know much about how it works, because I just sort of figured it out. I, it, it just seems to do the trick if I say it to someone I want bad things to happen to. So far they go missing... My hunch is, it gets worse. Jimmy dodged his sister's eyes, expecting a wrecking ball response. Then I don't know, say it without intention to me, Lim said, taking him by the arm. Lim knelt and picked up a rock. Here, let's test the theory. Say it in a gentle voice to this rock. It was such a dumb idea. Jimmy shook his head, but something stirred inside of him. Something said, it's a grand idea. But where did it come from? Jimmy focused only on the rock. Something inside of him caused more hesitation. Lim scouted him. Come on, don't be lame. Mishvikmishni, Jimmy said with a whisper. He instantly regretted saying the word, like the feeling he got when he got so stirred up and dared to cuss at one of his parents. Lim smirked flatlined to a dead expression on her face. Lim? Lim staggered around their muddy trail, tromping in unbalanced circles, and started gasping for air. No, 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 Lim! Jimmy ran to her. Lim, I'm so stupid. Please forgive me. I... Lim pinched his arm and started laughing hysterically. I'm fine. You should see your face right now. Are you kidding me? Jimmy raised his arms like he intended to strangle his sister, but in a joking, loafing, Frankensteinish way that made her laugh harder. The major miracle of this place so far was he enjoyed his sister's company. Jolt of excitement rushed through him, a new sense of freedom. Lim not only knew his secret of the curse, but was on his side, attempting to help him solve his problems. Lim staggered a couple of steps back, her eyes opened much too wide with surprise that turned quickly to one of apparent horror. Jimmy waved her off. Okay, a good one. Got me once, but enough already. Lim? But Lim kept on looking vacant and unsteady, swaying on her feet. Jimmy desperately searched her eyes and found no trace of the usual devilish spark that always occupied them. Lim opened her mouth in an expression of horror like she would scream, but nothing came out. She closed her mouth and her face went blank with no expression. Lim's eyes rolled back like her soul had been sucked out of her body. Finally, 
She collapsed and lay still on the ground. 